Hello and welcome back to OT Talk with Mr. T, the show where we talk through the lens of an OT and occupational therapist how to make our life a little more functional and a little more independent. Again, this season we're using some personal examples, personal advice and tips, what we do in our own house, and our own life, what I try to do to make days a little more functional, a little more independent. We'll see where the show takes us on our journey in season four. So last night we talked about storage space and I quickly tried to run through all the things I could remember that we did for our own storage, but I realized I missed one or two things and didn't talk about outdoor storage. So let's pick up with that and then we'll continue. In the living room itself, there are three other pieces that we use that could be used in your houses, in your apartments, in your dorms or the like. So we have what it is, the basement has a toy chest and the living room has a toy box. So the basement is not an official uh, brand or anything like Little Tykes or anything. That's something I found on Amazon, a really cool product that could be used anywhere, indoor or out there. Outdoor, the one in the living room is actually from Little Tykes, this amazing toy box. Very nice and, and full enough, and it has two drawers underneath. We put the big-ish toys in the toy box, like the rocket ship, the buses, the planes, and the like. Even some baby toys and underneath, we try to put like the tiny cars, which they call the Hot Wheels cars, or the medium cars, or the like. And again, in that toy bench in the basement, that's like the big, big toys, those pipes that I used when I was a kid. So that's one thing. Number two, we also have the mini library, I call it which is on one of the sides and that's like three shelves that I put books on, lots and lots and lots of books and there are two pull out cabinets, quote unquote, two pull out boxes that are really uh, nice uh, material that are soft material that we also put stuff in there like the sometimes we put uh, different things in now we have those flower pieces, I don't know how to explain them, they connect and sometimes we put odds and ends. There's also a Lego box itself. Lego makes very cute, adorable brick boxes to store the Legos in. One is a square, one is a rectangle. We're currently using the square for the Legos. And then the magnetiles came in their own box. But again, that goes here or there, everywhere, different places to put it. There's also what I use as a laundry basket. I use for storage also. There's a basket where we put all the dolls in that the kids use, the kids love the, the pony and the turtle and the bear and the this and the that. We stuff it into that laundry basket. And it's a very simple solution to put a lot of toys in there. We have laundry baskets anyway, one for each boy and one for the girl. And then I got an extra one. Sometimes it goes in the boy room. Sometimes it comes down into the living room. But it's an easy, simple, quick fix. Anything we could do that could take simple fixes, that could take cheap elements or free, if possible, would be a good way. If you're really handy, then you have abilities to do so. I'm not handy at all. I talk about it a lot. Whatever I could do as a quick fix, I'll do. If we need a makeshift shelf for Alexa, for the home phone, or for the router, I will get the stick on shelf that you just press on and good because I don't like making holes in the wall. I don't like making... Um, different things i i feel like i would ruin it anyway even for hanging the picture frames which we might talk about more another time what i did is i found these amazing things from that brand you know the stick on brand i forget what they're called 3m but they have uh, usually they have the hooks the stick on hooks so they also have stick on nails which is brilliant 
So it's like pre-made. There's a little nail sticking out and you stick it on. And it looks as if it's a real nail in the wall, but you don't have to ruin the wall. You don't have to damage the wall. And that's how I got all the pictures out of the way to store them in their different spots along the wall. I made a collage of a picture day we had in the summer, a beautifully socially distanced picture day. We took such nice pictures. And I used these fake nails, quote unquote, that I stuck on. So those are different ideas, different ways of doing so. If you have the break front, you have the furniture, you could do so. If you could build it into the wall, if you have a wall that protrudes out and you could carve out in the wall a bookcase, I think that's the best. When it's actually built in, that's the best type of storage. It literally comes with the house, even if all the furniture leaves and it goes. If you have something built in, I love that idea. And also under the stairs I've seen before where people, it's hollow there and they knock it out and they build like shelves and they build storage under the stairs in the wall. Also a really cool idea. If you know Harry Potter, the cupboard under the stairs is where he lives. They took that area. I don't want to condone what the Dursleys did to, to Harry. It was terrible, but at least what they did, it was tiny. But the concept is fascinating that under the stairs, there was a whole area that somehow fit a bed and the like. And some people use it for different elements. You think about the micro houses, the micro apartments, how they utilize this space. They find ways to store things even in a tiny space. And that's what we're talking about. Baruch, thank God, Baruch Hashem, we have a nice house, a good size, but storage was interesting how to figure it out. Whatever size space you have, even if it's a tiny house, a tiny apartment, a tiny cottage, even people that live in these these garages that were converted into like a studio apartment, I find it fascinating what they do with the space on the bottom and the top. There's always ways to make storage. And that brings me to the idea of outdoor storage. What we did for the outdoor storage in the garage, we have Lots and lots of shelving units, tons and tons of shelving units. The garage itself is very nice size, thank God. And along all the perimeter on the right side and even to the left and even in the back a little bit, there's a lot, a lot of shelves. In the garage, I don't care if anybody sees what's there. In the basement, I wanted the storage units to be shut, to be closed, to be inside like a storage closet kind of a thing. That's why I wanted it to be so people don't see it. I don't see it. It's like stored away like a pantry, pseudo pantry down there. But here in the garage, we have all those those shelves, lots and lots of shelves to put and store a lot of things on. We also have a shed. I don't actually use our shed in the back. It's there for makeshift. We're wondering if one day, if we're really mad at anything, at the squirrels that are burrowing in or whatever, we should never know from such things. We could demolish it maybe. But sheds are interesting. If you don't have a garage, it's very easy to get these really big sheds from Home Depot. Not terrible to build. I like when they're made out of rubber, when they're made out of plastic, and they're really humongous. You could store different things like the sukkah for us in the in the jewish culture the jewish way of life we use it once a year for the week it's a lot of materials we put there and the bikes and the houses and the toys the playhouses could go in that thing that's a really good thing for storage a really good makeshift way of storage even if you don't have it but again there's so many ways to make storage so many ideas so many elements how to do it even in the kitchen we described it last year that thank god we redid the kitchen with a lot of help from family and the like to be able to do so, and we made a two-tone to contrast. When you do contrast and you do colors, you do lightings, it also can play on how the room looks and how the storage looks. And even if it looks a little bulky, if you have different units in the room, if you play off the colors, it can seamlessly go into the room. If you match the colors, it can seamlessly go into the room. That's why 
the living room, we tried to find an ottoman that was off brown because the couch is a lot of brown and the, and the rug underneath it has brown in it with blue. And that's why the, the break front has brown also to match the couch. And in the dining room, the seats have the edges of mahogany and the, the dad unit, my dad's unit, the candelabra unit, and the, and the storage unit with the shelves and the pull-out compartment also have mahogany. And in, in the bedroom, the night tables, and we have night tables also, which is good for storage, three pull-out drawers, which is really good, his and hers, to match the units in the bedroom also. When you have the color scheme, it can match it nicely. It could give storage to make the whole room more functional, to make your life a little more independent. So even in the kitchen, when you have the color contrast, but when you have the shelves that go up to the ceiling, you have a couple of drawers, shelves underneath, shelves on top, and some room for the kids to sit at the counter, there are ways of doing it. And even if you don't have so much room. There's ways to organize things. On all these shows, they talk about it. I know there's a whole show about um, if it hasn't given you joy in two years, get rid of it. I forget what her name is and what the show is. Marie or something, whatever, living life, living joy. It has to give you joy. You shouldn't have the hoarding ability. I myself have it. Hopefully one day I'll have time to go through it and to get rid of what we don't need. But even in one of the cabinets, the the... The utensils have the utensil tray. I love that tray. It has the little spoons, big spoons, little forks, big forks, and knives. And, of course, we have for meat and milk. In the Jewish way of life, we have for dairy and meat. So I have two of those organizing units for the cutlery, for, for Sabbath and for weekday, for meat and for dairy. And then for the, the they're each part of the cabinets in the kitchen have a designated area to store things. So I have... Each element, I have the, the cleaning utensils under the sink and above the, the counter. That's the cleaning area. Then I have the makeshift workman stuff above the counter. And then there's stuff in the drawer. And there's a unit in the drawer. One side has the pencils and the pens. And one side has like the scissors and the whatnot. But each area, each unit has its own things. And then there's the, the cupboard, the pantry that has like the plates and the gloves and the and the tin foil and the medicine so the kids can't reach it, like their vitamins. Another pantry has like the knives and the cutlery for meat and like some tins and the flour and the sugar and the paper plates and paper cups, paper bowls. I told you we love using that. One of the drawers has the paper, the plastic forks, knives, and spoons. The other one has the organized stuff of the, of the pencils and whatnot. And then the real pantry, my favorite pantry, has all the snacks. It has the, the kids' snacks for school, and it has some of my snacks, my wife's snacks, and it has some odds and ends, some pots. Underneath we have the, the, the meat pots. One of the cabinets underneath has my, my kids' allergy-friendly chalk milk and some water, big waters. Under the sink, of course, has that. And then there's the dairy drawers. And then there's the odds and ends for like making coffee or making waffles. And then there's the dairy dishes and the dairy pots the dairy knives and then there's the ceramic cups and the glass cups then there's the dairy pots and pans in a cupboard and then the last one has like the meat dishes and the meat cups and the like and then there's also where i store my kids dairy free dairy free allergy allergy friendly milk and the pot for the sabbath so each element when you store things should be organized in such a way you know where it is your spouse your friends your family knows where it is so it's easy able to find it we used to label it but once we did the kitchen last year we didn't want to label it ruin the beautiful cabinets but if you know where to put things you know how to store things storage space can be utilized colors contrast putting things in certain ways even ziplocking using ziploc to take the air out of things and of course, for me, if I folded things, that would be great. But once I do laundry, I'm usually too exhausted to fold it. I 
usually just put it where it's supposed to belong. But also folding things, putting things away in such a way to store it is really a great way to make your life more functional and more independent. These are just some ideas how we use storage space in and out of our house. Join us next time as we move over to talk about the contactless living. Actually talking about that next time, especially in our crazy times here on OT Talk with Mr. T. And I'm your host, Mr. T.